Kudu here. Listen to Safari. Bits and bites from the bush. Wilderness wise with eco training. Hello, oh, yeah. so Ross Hawkins, an eco training instructor. This is the ins and outs of Makaleke. One of the most sort of iconic features depends on where in the bushveld you go, but the, uh, these large sort of mounds of earth, but quite solid ones, the termite mounds. Uh, majority of the species on this, the, the fungus growing termites, so they make these large earthen mounds where ultimately you're looking at sort of probably millions termites in a, in a mound, but again, depending on area, size, water, food availability, location, then what the vegetation is like, what the soil is like. So this would be, when I say fungus growing, I mean a number of species of them, probably the most common would be the large fungus growing termite, where a colony is, the whole sole purpose is then led by a king and queen. She's just producing thousands and thousands of guestimates, anywhere from 10,000 to 30,000 eggs a day, to ultimately, be it, um, they are now non-reproductive workers, so their sole purpose is to for the well-being of the of the colony so no real individual uh, works on its own so she is then impregnated by by the king and so all she does is just produce eggs then workers within that so they it's ultimately so they lip work as a, a caste system so from there she is then has a number of workers of workers that are responsible for her and, and the king, workers that are then responsible for the for the eggs, workers that are responsible for the nymphs, workers responsible for the workers, workers responsible for the, the soldiers, soldiers that protect the colony, the workers that then build the colony, and so there's the, all these different roles that are ultimately then expressed back to the female in the form of almost pheromones. So with these workers now tending to the queen and also tending to these other costs is as, say for example, the, the colony is under attack by Odvok and number of soldiers, obviously thousands of soldiers destroyed, there's less soldier pheromones, so this is fed over to the queen and then she, is, she then produces soldiers. So all of these would be sterile, so their sole purpose is just building and protecting. Then come the rains, then there would be, right, conditions are good, humidity's up, so it's time to, the colony is getting quite big, it's time to spread the seed, if you want to call it that. So she will then produce reproductive termite. They would then, on after metamorphosis, emerges now these winged adults, referred to as elates, and when the time is right, they will then leave the termite mound in their thousands, and the wind will take them and they'll land elsewhere. They would then signal a mate and then start the process and potentially start a new colony sort of somewhere else. So it's almost sort of the way of the colony almost sort of spreading its seed in a way. So it's, it's just, this colony just gets way too big and eventually it needs to sort of send the, um, how can you put it, sort of reproductive parts elsewhere to ultimately start life on somewhere else. So in a nutshell, that would be the termites of just sort of how. But what they are then ultimately doing is they producing 
enough or building rather these large mounds to ensure the circulation of air and also maintaining constant temperature so it's guesstimated around sort of 30 32 all for the purpose of cultivating fungus now the termites themselves they don't have the ability to break down cellulose so which is living on grass and and wood which is composed primarily of, of cellulose then they don't have the gut flora to break that down so they, this is then taken to and fed to fungus so the fungus ultimately grows on this now uh, material that's been brought down by the by the termites that then breaks it down and then the termites then consume that and then that in as many forms is then fed across the board from workers again that will then feed the soldiers or feed the queen or feed other workers and so it goes so if the temperature is around 30 and then it's right it's at that optimum if it gets too hot so it say it goes above 32 then the, the fungus will ultimately start to either desiccate dry out or it will become too hot to to function so what would then happen is the termites would then almost sort of open small side vents to allow air to escape to allow the temperature to drop or if it gets too cold to then close some of those vents to get the temperature back up again and this will then be cons it'll be constantly changing ebbing and flowing between 30 32 the whole time and all to ensure that that fungus is optimally um, functioning and breaking down cellulose and then on a hot summer's day is we'd all either we open the windows or we turn on the aircon Whereas the same for termites, they'll just open a, a couple of shafts and allow that hot air to escape just to, and then, so there's no use of energy or anything along that line. It's, it's all just energy efficient way of cooling, cooling the house down in that regard. Well, which came first, the termite mound or the tree? But probably if the conditions are good for certain species of tree, then they'll grow there. So if the termite mound is at 30, 32 and uh, the right humidity, the right temperature, the, also when termites, when they, in their foraging, they're bringing soil from deep down and bringing it up. So water and nutrient is able to penetrate a lot deeper. So as a result, when that seed lands in that particular point and conditions are right, it will then germinate there. So then the roots and are able to now penetrate deeper because was now water is able to penetrate deeper, the soil is a lot more nutritious. So then what will happen is the tree and termite mound almost sort of grow together. So then as a result is you then seeing trees on top of termite mounds or even in areas where the grass is a lot sweeter on the termite mounds or there's a lot more bush on covering a termite mound because conditions at that point is much more nutritious so and then also game will congregate around those two mounds as well so also feeding cropping that grass so that therefore the grass grows even better the uh, the bush that's growing on that will also yes has been pruned nicely so it tends to grow a lot lusher so ultimately it's it's all again thanks to the termites of right they made the conditions good so that seed germinated there and so as a result you then see these massive trees and then also termite colony itself is maybe in existence for half a decade in some really big ones the tree as well is, is going to be growing alongside it so too as long as the roots aren't penetrating and and destroying either the the nuptial chamber or so forth then yeah they continue growing side by side 
it's some some would say maybe a queen lasts for maybe sort of 10 years and then she's replaced by another one and uh, also with a very sedentary lifestyle which all she's doing is producing eggs she's not really exerting much so she could easily live for have a 30 year uh, longevity but then if conditions are quite tough and maybe going through a drought period food is not that uh, available or water is, is an issue then yes it might be longer than others uh, but you could probably say maybe sort of 30 years or so and then also that that mound is in it's taking talking say a soil grain at a time uh, so the time taken to produce that termite mound is going to be considerably long so then and if conditions are all good then that queen will continue as yeah as is in that time as well yeah. for more audio safaris visit kuduhere.com